Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Reddick with Converting Souls Apostolic Ministries. And today I am preaching still out of the spirits of the Bible. But this time the subject is going to change to the spirits of God in the Bible. The spirits of God in the Bible. So for the next four or five weeks, we will be discussing the spirits of God in the Bible. And this is still what was a part of the book I began in 18. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. We thank you that you dwell among us as believers. We thank you that your love and your power and your glory fills our temples I pray that you would touch the eyes and ears of every person that they may see you and understand what the Spirit of God is saying to the church today father I pray that your Holy Spirit would have your way in me have your way in me, Lord, and be glorified. Be glorified, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's start out in Revelations, the first chapter. Revelations, the first chapter. Revelations 1 4. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come. 
and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. The seven spirits which are before his throne. There are seven spirits before the throne of God, and they are called the seven spirits of God. Revelation, the third chapter. The first verse, and this is to the church of Sardis. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write these things, saith he that hath the seven spirits of God, and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest, and art dead. These things, saith he, that hath the seven spirits of God, and the seven stars. He that have the seven spirits of God is Jesus Christ. I want you to understand your Savior, your Lord, the King of kings that reigns and rules forever and ever. The branch, the stone, the chief cornerstones. I want you to understand him. The Bible says that he has the seven spirits of God. Your spiritual governor, the ruler of the Christians and the Jews. But of course, he is king of kings and lord of lords. And he can be ruler over all, but he is not like other lords. He only take lordship of over those who accept him. If you deny and do not want the one that holds the seven spirits of God, then he doesn't force you. He's not like a bully. So we must understand that these things Are said by he that holds the seven spirits of God. So let's look at that. Let's look at how Christ holds the seven spirits of God. Let's go to Zechariah. The book of Zechariah. The book of Zechariah, the third chapter. The eighth verse. Hear now, O Joshua, the high priest, thou and thy fellows that sit before thee, for they are men wondered at. For behold, I will bring forth my servant, the branch. For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua. Upon one stone shall be seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave the graving thereof, saith the Lord of hosts. And I will remove the iniquity of the land in one day. Behold, O Joshua, 
Joshua was the high priest just came in cleanliness by our Lord if you go to Zechariah 3 which we're already in it talks about Joshua in verse 1 it says and he showed on me Joshua and this is Zechariah the prophet the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him and the Lord said unto Satan the Lord rebuke you Satan even the Lord that have chosen Jerusalem rebuke you is this not a brand plucked out of the fire now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel and he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of raiment. Let's talk about this branch. Let's talk about this branch. with Joshua the high priest now this branch name is Jesus Christ I want you to understand that he is the servant of God the servant of Jehovah he says I will bring forth my servant the branch for behold the stone that I have laid before Joshua the one that said the Lord rebuke you O Satan Jesus Christ himself rebukes the devil on your and my behalf. But what he also does is get rid of our filthy garments. We are filthy by sin. And we must understand that this branch, in verse 9, he says, I will remove the iniquity of the land in one day. Joshua removing the filthy garments, the angel removing it from him. It was his time of cleanliness, his time of order of leadership. He took the place of Moses and he took the position of the high priest and he had to take off his filthy garments. And so we understand that verse 9 is saying that the Lord, this stone, this branch with the seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, he's saying, I will remove the iniquity of the land in one day. And that's what Christ did on the cross. But on the day of resurrection is the day the new garments come on. The Bible says the saints are robed in righteousness. White garments, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. Now what I'm talking to you today, we're not talking about the Spirit of God though. But your new clothing, your clothes from heaven is the Spirit of God. And they call it white raiment in the book of Revelation, the third chapter. We must understand that here we have 
the branch, Jesus Christ himself, the Holy One of Israel, the servant of the Most High God, the stone with the seven eyes. Let me, let me, let's turn to something. The stone with the seven eyes. In Christ is the seven spirits of God. It's the seven spirits of God. So let's go to and see what Isaiah has to say about these seven spirits. Isaiah, the 28th chapter. Isaiah, the 28th chapter. The 16th verse. And it's regarding the cornerstone. He says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, that he that believeth shall not make haste. Judgment also will I lay to the line, and righteousness to the plummet. Now, what is righteousness to the plummet? The plummet is a weighty stone. Understand that he is the chief corner. He laid the foundation for the believers. And we stand on the word of God through Jesus Christ and the apostles. It's found in 1 Peter, the chief cornerstone. The plummet, a weighty stone, which is Christ our Lord. And he and, and the hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies. And the water shall overflow the hiding place. And your covenant with death shall be disannulled. This is Joshua taking off his filthy garments. This is the branch. And one day shall he remove the iniquity of the land. And your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through. When they shall be trodden down by it. I want you to understand this 18th verse. Your agreement with hell shall not stand. The covenant with death shall be disannulled. You've got to understand that as a believer, Christ did this for you. All that call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, this chief cornerstone who laid the foundation with the apostles, you've got to understand that death was dismissed for you. And 
when your agreement with hell no longer stands in place. Because of your faith in the Messiah, Jesus Christ, who has the seven eyes of God, the seven spirits of our God. Verse 16, the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. That's what we have as Christians. That's what Jews who believe that the Messiah had come. This is what they have. Death disannulled. And the agreement with hell shall not stand. Let's go back to Zechariah. We talk about this plummet. We talk about this plummet in Zechariah, the fourth chapter. This weighty stone. Let's look at verse 9. Or let's look at verse 8, Zechariah. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of the house. His hands shall also finish it. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts have sent me unto you. For who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel. This stone... This weighty stone with those seven. In other words, Zerubbabel was a governor, but he was going to have the stone to lay the foundation with the seven eyes. This foundation is our spiritual governor, Jesus Christ himself. This is a spiritual foundation he's laid. He says, shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel. We just established that the plummet is Jesus Christ, the stone, this with the seven eyes. Zechariah 3, 9. Upon one stone shall be seven eyes. These are the seven spirits of God. It says, and with those seven, they are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. I want you to turn to 1 Peter 2. The plummet, the stone with the seven eyes, he is the chief corner. First Peter 2 verse 6. 
It says, Wherefore also, as it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. We just read that in Isaiah. Elect, precious, elect, chosen, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, which believe he is honor. Is there honor in our Lord? Yes, there is. If there was not honor, you wouldn't believe in him. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. I want you to understand And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But you, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You who believe. You are a purchased possession. The plummet has you. And he is the chief cornerstone. I want you to understand. The plummet being Christ. The stone with the seven eyes. The seven spirits of God. Are the seven eyes of the Lamb. I want you to understand. If you believe on him. You shall not be. Confounded. And I don't want. You to fall short in disobedience. I don't want you to fall short in disobedience. The children of Israel did. So let's go. That Christ is the elect, the head of the corner. He is the plummet. He is the spiritual governor with the seven spirits of God. Let's go back to Zechariah. The fourth chapter. The first verse. And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me as a man that is wakened out of his sleep and said unto me what seest thou and i said i have looked and behold a candlestick all of gold with a bowl upon the top of it and his seven lamps thereon and seven pipes 
to the seven lamps which were upon the top thereof. Listen again. Behold a candlesticks, a candlestick all of gold, with a ball upon the top of it, and his seven lamps thereon, and seven pipes to the seven lamps which were upon the top thereof. I want you to understand that Christ is in the midst of the seven pipes and the seven lamps. Let's go back to Revelation. Let us understand this further. In Revelation. Revelation, the fourth chapter. Revelation, the fourth chapter, the fifth verse. And out of the throne preceded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. There were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. Lamps of fire. These are the seven eyes of God. These are the seven spirits of God. They are the lamps that burn with fire. There are the lamps. Let's turn to the next chapter, the fifth verse. The fifth chapter, the sixth verse. Revelation 5, 6. And I behold and lo in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes. The seven horns are the seven pipes that we just read about in Zechariah. The fourth chapter, the second verse. The pipes are the horns. Of the lamb, the slain, the lamb that was slain. The pipes are on the seven candlestick, um, which is Jesus Christ, because he is in the midst of the seven lamps. And there were seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. You have seven horns, which are seven pipes. To the lamps, let's go to Revelation, the first chapter. Revelation 1, verse 12. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, 
one like unto the Son of Man. And who do we know the Son of Man to be except the chief cornerstone with the seven eyes? Uh, Jesus Christ himself, the plummet. I'm, I'm, I just love that name. The plummet. The weighty stone, the chief cornerstone with the seven eyes, the seven spirits of God in his midst. And one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. In the midst of the seven, seven candlesticks is one like unto the Son of Man. Jesus Christ is standing in the midst of the seven candlesticks. Let me keep going. We must understand that these seven golden candlesticks, if we turn the page to verse 20, it says, the mystery of the seven stars, chapter 1, verse 20, which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden sticks, candlesticks. The seven stars are the seven angels of the churches. So the stars represents the angels of the churches. And the seven candlesticks, which thou sawest, are the seven churches. So we can look at that. The candlesticks are the pipes. But when it's lit, there are the seven spirits of God. The lamps, the eyes of the Lord. Remember, Jesus is in the midst of us. Jesus is in the midst of the seven candlesticks. When you look from Revelation chapter 2 and 3, there are seven churches described. And Jesus is saying the seven candlesticks are these seven churches, the seven pipes. But at the top are the lamps, the seven eyes of God. And he is in the midst. They come out of him. They come out of him. And we must understand even in the book of Revelation, the fifth chapter. It says, the lamb as it had been slain with the seven horns, the seven pipes. He died for us. But he is living now and so are the seven churches. And he sends a message to each church because each church is not the same. They're like the bread that when you go into the grocery store and you see the bread on the shelves. And when you see the bread, they're different types by different brands. You've got the wheat bread, the white bread, the honey bread. You got English muffins. You got bagels. 
all and all these can come out of one brand and so when we have seven churches all coming out of Christ with the seven spirits of God lighting over the church but these seven spirits I want you to understand that it's important that we understand the spirits of God in the Bible Let's go to Second Chronicles. Now I'm going to be reading some scriptures, but I don't want to go into a certain area. But I want you to understand these seven eyes before I tell you their jobs in the earth. The seven eyes. Second Chronicles 16. Now, remember, he is the chief cornerstone. He is the chief cornerstone, the plummet. He removed the filthy garments. He got rid of sin in one day. Second, Second Chronicles 16 verse 9. It says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. But I want you to understand these eyes of the Lord. Remember. First Peter, we read. To them that believe, but to them that are disobedient, it's a stumbling block. And I want you to understand that these are the seven spirits of God. They come out of the chief's cornerstone. God laid in him the seven spirits that are of him. And we understand that we are connected to Christ through the seven horns, the seven pipes, the seven candlesticks where he is in the midst. And the seven lamps are the lights that light the candlesticks. And they represent the seven spirits of God. And God call them the eyes of the Lamb. The eyes of our Lord. And they're the seven eyes. They are the seven eyes. The seven eyes of God. I want you to understand that Jesus Christ is the Son of Man. And He rests in the midst of His churches. And I want you to understand that Christ has written off for you death. 
I want you to understand that this chief cornerstone, this plummet, has written off hell for you. It's up to you to receive him. It's up to you to repent of your sins so that he won't become a stumbling block for you. It's up to you to follow him. It's up to you to call on him as Lord. Remember I told you he's the Lord of Lords, but he does not act as Lord over you. He gives you a decision to follow him or not. And then he tells us, I want you to understand this branch that Christ, that God has given us, his servant, has done a lot for you and me. And if you want to receive him, if you want to come into the sheepfold, he is the only way you can come into the sheepfold. If you want to be reconciled with God, Jehovah, Elohim, Elroy, the God that sees you. See, it doesn't matter if you want him or not. What matters is he's the God that sees us. And if we choose his son, this plummet, this stone with the seven spirits of God in it. And the seven eyes of the lamb that was slain. Who removed the iniquity of the land in one day. Who took off the filthy garments of his high priest. And rebuked Satan from standing before him. I want you to understand that this Christ can be yours. This plummet. Uh, this chief cornerstone. All you have to do is believe and receive him in your heart. I want you to understand. The spirits of God in the Bible. I need you to know. That God has more than one spirit that we are taught. I need you to understand. That these seven spirits of God are important to us and for us to understand and learn next week we're going to be talking about their job in the earth and I want you to be prayerful that your eyes and ears of understanding be it enlightened and opened to the understanding of God and his word Heavenly Father I just thank you for this word today I thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy we accept and receive the teaching what the spirit had to say to the church today I thank you for the seven spirits that are in your word the light the seven churches that are the seven eyes of the lamb I thank you for showing us the stone with the seven eyes and I pray that it is building upon the foundation of your people where you have laid it as the spiritual governor, even as Zerubbabel, who they could see. And he had mm, the branch 
the plummet in his hand. So, Father, I pray that you will continually move by your spirit in the earth and continue to have your way and prepare your people as we teach on the spirits of God, the spirits of you, Lord, the spirits of Jehovah, the spirits of Elohim, the spirit of Yahweh, the spirit of Yah in the earth today. And as we learn more next week, I pray that you will open up the eyes and ears of the hearers. That it would edify and perfect every person that hears this teaching, Lord, and build upon their foundation as a precious stone. In Jesus Christ's name, the potentate king, the Lord of lords, and the lamb with the seven eyes that's living in the heavenlies with you. In his name, Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus.